straight out of Tokyo, Japan, man. It is episode four of Mega Lake Show coming to you fresh by Mega Late and Steve. And we have our first female guest, Asia. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Thank you Yo, for having me. Thank you for blessing us. Yes. Thank you. Much appreciated. <laughs> yeah, we got this dope uh, representative here, also from the A. Yup. Here giving us a nice uh, perspective from all this testosterone that we usually deal with. Just Thank hella, hella tea up in here. Just There's like a lot super of tea. In Tokyo in <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went to my doctor and he was like, Corin, you just got hella tea, dog. And I was like, Word? And he was like, Yeah, dog, that's a lot of tea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are your test levels? I'd like to know. <laughs> and it was weird because he was speaking English. I was like, Yo, Tomohiro, aren't you Japanese? He was just like, Hella tea, man. I believe it too. I hang out with you a lot and got a lot of tea. <laughs> yeah, but uh, this episode is brought to you by the 1988 high top fade, the Gumby, mm. uh, kids haircut, soul glow, mm. ice cubes, jimmy mm. curl, mm. sways wake up show head wrap, which what? houses the ghost of Erica Badu's weave, uh, little Yachty's Twizzler hairdo style that he's got going on, <laughs> uh, the the Onyx bald head screw face, little Kim's crush on you video wigs. Oh, and, I see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're yeah, doing a lot, of, a lot of hair stuff going on today. It's good. I finally caught on. It took to me this. a minute. Yeah. Say it again. Grace Jones as well. A word. Shout, Shout out Jones. to Grace Jones. Shout out to Grace yeah, she Jones. Was, she frightened me a lot. <laughs> I like her. When I was a kid. Coming to she America. She's absolutely fierce. Oh no, what is it? Boomerang? Boomerang. Yeah. She's also yeah. Yeah. Boomerang. Yes, so what are we talking about on the show today? Outside of uh, sharing uh, the mic with the lovely Asia? Hi. Yeah, uh, outside of our conversation with Asia, today we're going to be talking about hair. What? What is hair? What do you mean, late? <gasps> Find out later in the episode. Keep listening. Nice. But before that, I want to talk about something else. Let's do it. Hot take, hot take. Yo. So, scientists discovered that there's a continent sunken under New Zealand. Hmm. So, New Zealand was a part of a bigger continent. So, they're trying to decide if it's going to be like its own continent. Because right now it's included with Australia. but But not as a continent. It's like a satellite well that whole area is like australia oceania right but now they're like yo well when i first saw the the title of the article it was like scientists discover a new sunken continent and you know what i was like i was like yo nigga (laughs) say again fake news not not fake news because i was i was hoping and dreaming yeah yeah. i was like uh i was like atlantis Right. Oh, okay. That's what yeah. I thought. Right when you said that. I yeah. Was like, oh, Atlantis. But then they were like, Oh no, it's just you know, New Zealand's the top of another continent. And I'm like, Yo, if you're doing that, then isn't everything just one big continent, True. just all connected to the planet? Because otherwise, I I don't under I don't get that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't read the article myself, but it sounds a little bit hokey. Yo, I hokey think pokey. It's like one of them articles where it's like a comet coming towards Earth. And then you open it up, and it's like, 80 million yeah. years now, ago. NASA, NASA, NASA does that shit all the time. We, they recently published that um, 
that news story about them finding another solar system like 40 oh, yeah, uh, 40 yeah. light years oh, oh, that's 40 super light Earth? years away mm. the super Earth where yeah about? where all these planets are in a uh, like a habitable zone right uh, on their star and there could be life there but no man there's no like complex life forms that are able to be over there the conditions that it, it takes for uh, life to be on Earth already fucking pretty wild. I know, right? Plus, God only loves Earth. I mean, but I feel like it doesn't matter <laughs> until they see somebody. Like, I don't want to hear anything about it until you actually yeah. have a photo of a body. Like, this could be. It's just yeah. too much. Yeah, like, why? Like, either they're looking at us, looking at them, or they're just as ignorant as we are. So, it's like, alright, see y'all in 40 light years. All right, what what else we got? Yeah, what else is happening? Did you guys hear that um, Remy Ma just tracked to Nicki Minaj? It's called Cheater. Yeah, I heard that this morning. Over the Ether beat. Cheater? Cheater. Like Ether with a SH. Bodied her. Oh, did she? Really? But the thing that killed me was the track that initiated it, which was Nicki Minaj verse on Gucci Mane's Make Love. Which yeah. so Nikki like took these unnecessary shots at Remy Ma because the song is really good, but she ruins it by like trying to make it a diss track. Wait, so Nikki started it? Nikki started it. You know how artists do these days with the subliminal disses. Yeah, and Nikki. Yo, can you turn the mic more to the middle? Oh yeah. This way, or for both of y'all? I hear. I, I can hear okay. her fine. What do you think? She sounds a little far away. Okay, well maybe I'll come closer. But yeah, she bodied her like savage life, shot her, stabbed, dead. It's it was, it was bad. A bit I hate that title though. But the thing is, she came at her with facts, so that's what made it so painful and like seven minutes long. Yo, Remy Ma is so early two thousands mixtape. Like that's she's such that style. Who, seven Remy minute Ma? diss track. Yeah, she's an MC. Like, she is an MC. MC. That's yeah. true. I'm putting out pop shit. And like I don't listen to Nicki Minaj, but I really do enjoy an MC coming at her because she's been claiming to be the dopest female MC for a while, and she's been true, making pop tracks. True. Yeah. So let it be. Oh, yeah, it'll be. It'll be good for her to have some comp in this. Oh man, she dragged Nikki her. Can it was rap. Really sad. When Nikki wants to rap, <laughs> Nikki can rap. Yeah, I don't know who if somebody's helping with her pen game or whatever, but yeah. uh, you know how Drake bodied Meek Mill and how Tupac bodied Biggie was club beats like tracks that people play in the club mm. yeah and, and you know ether is not that track so nikki can come back hard and we'll have to see if she if she has it in her i think she does Yo, she needs to y'all wait for that new david Guetta when she gets on that ass <laughs> Ew. over an edm beat son Ew. <laughs> Nasty. She's, yeah she would do that though there's a lot of shenanigans happening in hip hop right now. <laughs> lots of lots of real crazy shenanigans. Did Yo, you, these these niggas out here lollygagging. They are definitely scallywags and lollygagging and that shit. Did you hear that the uh, the Chris Brown Soldier Boy boxing match? Oh yeah, him? he called it off. Oh, Chris Brown right? called it off. Yeah. Tell me why this dude. Somebody needs to beat up Chris Brown. And I, I know it's probably not Soldier Boy. I wouldn't put my money on Soldier Boy to do it. But somebody needs to beat up Chris Brown. Mm. This mm. the news. Yeah, all right. So they started beefing because I guess Soldier Boy was like trying to get at Karuchi in the in the messages or something. He's just trying to be but relevant. The, th- the thing is, it's so weird because I watched um, something came up recently and Soldier Boy was saying how it was all like fake and it was just to promote their fight that they had going on. Wait, what, what was fake? The whole beef between them. 
but an interview before that, um, he I think it was him in Complex. It was Soldier Boy in Complex, and he was saying like it started from way back with Rihanna. And anyway, it was just we can't we can't believe anything that Soldier Boy no. says. No, <laughs> <laughs> suspect of everything that Chris Brown says. The, the thing that's wild is like Chris Brown was the one that wanted to to to, to put the fist of cuffs up and, and box Soldier Boy over Karuchi, mm. and then Karuchi the same week that so that Chris Brown drops out of the fight with. With Soldier Boy, Karuchi files a restraining order against him. Chris Brown? Yes, against Chris Brown, claiming that he punched her in the stomach twice, which, you know, he, he's not just an alleged woman beater. Right. He is a factual, mm. real live woman yeah. beater. Well, so yeah. so I believe her. Punched her in the stomach twice and then pushed her down some stairs. So, wow. Well, again, somebody needs to. This is not a good look is for she, Chris Breezy. Who is dating? Why is she dark, but is she, is she anybody dating him? Karuchi? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's a good looking person. Yeah, she's she definitely. Is. No, no, no. Is she, is she pregnant? Ah, oh. uh, why he's punching her in her stomach? Nah, right? I, yeah. I think she's got a boyfriend or something, but he still treats it like he got feelings, man. Chris Brown is, you know, oh, that's the definition of feelings. feelings he's man. got, he's he very feelings. emo. He's a very he emo is, guy. He is dark emo. Yeah, he, somebody needs to do something about that young man. Yeah, I don't mm. want to talk about this dude no more. What yeah. else? What else mm. I got, I got. Um, let's see, what else we got? One more, one more hot take joint. Do you guys watch the Grammys at all? Hell no. Nah. Yeah, I don't fuck with the Grammys either, but one thing I thought I found interesting... I fuck with Frank Ocean. Fuck the Grammys. I watched a few... Like, <laughs> I, I watched, watched the, I watched the Tribe performance. Who? Okay. Tribe oh, Conquest. I, didn't see that one. I, I heard the clip of Busta's like, intro into We Orange, The People. Agent Orange, President Agent Yeah, Orange. yeah. Didn't Chance um, break, break some waves? Some, yeah, some he won records? three Grammys. Right. For an independent artist? That's pretty dope. Yeah. That's incredible. It, it really is man. That's independent. Really there, right? I think after that, somebody tried to offer him a huge deal, like quite ten a few million. Mil- yeah, course. he said nah. Of course, nah, yeah. Yeah, He's of the course man. it did. But the thing that I found interesting is that Drake, right? He won a Grammy for like best, like collaborative yeah, track or something yeah. like this. And it was, it's like, it's a rap. It's a, it's the category is for a rap performance. It has traditionally a singer or somebody else that is not rapping. And he won that award without having anybody else by himself. And Mm. also, he's not rapping, right? And then so Drake was quoted saying that, um, you know, why did they give me this award is bogus because I didn't, that that Hotline Bling track is not a hip hop track. It's not a rap track. It is a pop track. They put him in a category. And Mm. he was like, fuck that. Like, I'm making pop music. I'm trying to be Michael Jackson, not Biggie. The Grammys are shysty like that. Like, black people are only in R&B. Urban, contemporary. Yeah, exactly. And never, ever, yo... Fuck Taylor Swift with Man, every I, single idol. Adele, that I though, say. like I, I read a really interesting. Art. Do you know Very Smart Brothers? Have you heard of yeah. that? Yeah, somebody wrote a really interesting article about um, Adele winning yeah. and just how irrelevant that is. Like, no offense to Adele, <laughs> but there's like, so you have Beyonce fans, you have Adele fans, and like people that are fans of Adele are, I'm sure, are fans of Beyonce as well. Right. You know, so it's just like her reach is just so much greater and it's just like are you not aware of what culture hey hold is... up i'm gonna let you finish yeah but Beyonce, <laughs> she don't want to have no offense but whether you like her music or yeah, not right, it's right. like come on like people say i want to be beyonce nobody's right. saying i want to be adele right. no right. shade no shade how, but it's how you just think obvious. how you think jay-z feels about like that album that lemonade album which was putting a lot of salt on jay-z yeah i think real life how do you think he feels about it? He would have been upset if she won a Grammy over it. 
I mean, fuck Jay Z in that regard. <laughs> no doubt. I'm with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cause that 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 goes on the record of like you know, uh, best Grammy, best albums of all time. This album, Fleetwood Mac, blah blah blah. Jay Z this album. Yeah, right. right you yeah. know, my my friend of mine brought up something really interesting that really upset her about why Beyonce didn't win because it's just like if you Google. You know who won best album in 2017 it's gonna be adele and it's just like this is just like a way to manipulate history you know what i mean mm. it's like because we know right who should have won but it's like and that's why the information did, you know what i mean like just the win, same way did she win album of the year or did she win track of the year she won album like, yeah, of the album. year was that, that off of the strength of that one song that hello that's what i'm saying so it's just like in the same way of like you know us having to go back and research like underground music and you know what i mean like kids 20 years from now you know right, what i mean right. like it's just it won't be as how can i say yeah it's like uh <laughs> it's like if you look at the billboard chart like if like we hear music in the 70s was better but if you go back and check what they were playing or you, what was that how top, would you know that? there's like a lot of whack shit on there right. that you've never even heard yeah, of yeah but well, only like the notable stuff is what we know and if Adele is what? this time's notable thing is like that's not true though right it's not true you Especially- know this is this is why as a culture we have mm. to stop investing all of our our emotional sentiment and our power into the and these ideas institutions that, for these institutions yeah. that are established by people outside of us right nobody is about to tell me about hip-hop music from the fucking grammys right i, I don't care if they try to be inclusive and include you know whatever artists and or something you know uh, it, it is us who establishes the value for the culture mm. and this is why i have a, a big problem when the the tastemakers push garbage mm. for commercial commercial garbage because it is not indicative of, of the culture and doesn't represent the things and the values that have been a store historically established mm. so when they got artists like trash artists whether they be <laughs> hip-hop or not i have a major problem with people using the grammys as the high watermark of achievement mm-hmm. in music and and even guys who are heads like fat joe was like yo we we're gonna win we deserve to win this is a dope hip-hop album remy ma is killing it what was fat, he talking fat about joe he was saying that we deserve to win and mm-hmm. after he didn't but what, he, what was he talking what well, he was saying that no i mean uh song album yeah they had the, the, the one song uh the remy ma uh I forget the name of what, it. What, Lean Back? Yeah, it was, it was, it was, they were nominated <laughs> oh, for that, a Grammy. Song, I don't song remember. Of the year, oh, okay. Song of the Year. And, and he wanted to win that because he said, this is the first time I've been I've been uh, ah. nominated for a Grammy. Mm. And when it comes to music, it doesn't matter. The Grammys is the high watermark. Yeah. Right. And I, I wanted to be like, no, Fat Joe. But Fat Joe is like the original Master P. Fat Joe has been in the game for almost 30 years. And his opinion does matter. I just don't see eye to eye with him in terms of the value that a Grammy represents. I mean, I think, and it's funny too, because the Grammys are, wait, isn't an American award show at that? So it's mm-hmm. just even interesting. Like they're showing it in Japan, you know what I mean? So that's what makes it seem so prestigious. It has this international reach, but it's like. That's what I, I mean, the Grammys are bullshit. We all know that. We know but that, but still the it's way respected. That- it's the way it's viewed. It's like. But, and that's what I think a lot of the artists have a problem with too. Like, they nominate them so they'll come or ask them to perform. perform. Exactly. Eyes on the TV show Mm. that they broadcast all over Mm -hmm. the world and then never give them any awards. Like, Bob Marley never won. I didn't even realize he never won a Grammy. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, 
the record needs exactly. to be, you know, if they're not going to give us the official record, we need to keep track of this shit ourselves. Like, mm. who was really out here doing it for the culture, for mm. the people, instead of, like, at, album at the of the year time, bullshit. As, 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 a, as a culture, I mean, just trying to pin it down to even people of color that listen to hip-hop music whatever hip-hop could stand for like we also don't see eye to eye on what qualifies as being the best artist or what artists should win you know Mm -hmm. so i mean there's a long ways to go but but one thing that i will say is that you know fuck the grammys fuck Mm -hmm. the academy awards i don't really care about that i just wish it was more inclusive it's just ridiculous yeah but you know Straight up and down, Chance winning that all those Grammys as an independent artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, I, I am so down with that kid. Even though his music I don't doesn't like speak to me right? in the same way. Oh, oh well, right. he loses. Like he it. loses me on a lot of the 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 religious theology stuff that is embedded in too it. much gospel. Well, I mean, I like gospel music, but at the same time, I can't just. He's talented, though. He is. He he's is he's a great vocalist, a great writer. Um, they should have gave Artist of the Year to Anderson Pack. <laughs> no, that's the artist that I. I was really, gonna say. I like. Yeah. I mean, Anderson. Anderson I didn't really like him until he did the the tape with Knowledge. No, no worries. worries. Yeah, that's that my goes. Shit. His shit with the Hellfire Club. The, the well, you know what it is. I don't like him independently. I don't like his sound. Really? Not so much. I mean, he's talented, but and I'm sure I'd enjoy him live. But what is for it? me, Malibu? it's like, it wasn't Malibu li- I didn't, is great. Yeah. You I really like Malibu. like Malibu. It's not really listenable for me. Hmm, interesting. Put that man behind a drum set and I'll listen to That's what I'm saying. I know, right, I know he's talented. In the same way, like, Blood Orange isn't really, like, somebody I'm like, oh, about. But yeah. I'm sure I'd love to see him live. He's talented. Like, the dude plays hella instruments, you know what I mean? It's just different. Like, Thundercat, same shit. I, I wouldn't really listen to him, but I can't wait to see True. him live. True, true. I feel that. Yeah. Hey, you saw someone live recently. Who oh, yeah. I saw James Blake last night. How was that? Oh, shit. That was transcendental. I don't care what anybody says. Like, he's blue-eyed soul. I've heard people say that. And I'm like, no, he's not blue-eyed soul. Nah, he's, yeah, he's his own thing. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. It was and, nice. And it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he shouldn't have spent my night getting drunk as fuck and probably should have okay. go watch that show. <laughs> It happens. But I did go to Harlem to go check it out. But it was just like a regular club night. It was supposed to be the 20th anniversary, but it was just like regular club shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. All right, yo, let's uh, let's uh, get into some weather report shit. Mm. Weather. 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 Windy. Cloudy. Windy. Cloudy. <laughs> Cloudy. Stormy. That's my bird sound. Mega late show? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so here we are with our weather report. Each episode, we get together and play a track that we are currently bumping, uh, whether it be new, old, good, or bad. We do that. My track is from Odyssey. Yo, Um, dope. I I was going to, you know, there was so much new music that came out recently that I had a hard time picking. And for my weather report, I just want to play it a little bit, and then I'll just say that I like Odyssey, and we'll move on to the next art, next next person here. So cool let's, let's let's do it. But you know, Odyssey, great artist. Why does he not get more praise by cats in like the mainstream? 
hip hop community. Do you I don't hear know. about him? Man? I never hear anybody else talk about. Him. Has he been interviewed on the Breakfast Club or by Ebro? None of these cats are giving him love, and this is. I a, think it's because he's like what we would say underground if this is like 2000s, yeah. but. He's not like, you know, like the Fontes that get brought up or even like, you know, the the Death Jucks or the Antichons. Right. Antichons. Right. Or, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what's crazy I think, is it? I think he maybe has a stigma, like a, a backpack stigma. He does. He, I, I would say people would consider this backpack rap, which is kind of ridiculous because he's so talented at making his own beats, yeah. writing his own rhymes. To me, this is the essence of hip hop, man. This is a creative person who uses the music to express himself. He talks about socially conscious things. I mean, he, he's all in. This Do you is like J. Cole that, too? Uh, I, 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 I appreciate J. Cole, but I, I I don't know if I'm a fan of his music. Okay. So, me and Lay, if we ever have a <laughs> if we ever have like a slumber party, we'll put that on to fall asleep. <laughs> I just I don't find a guy's music very enjoyable, but okay. you know when it comes to Odyssey, he's always and and it's not just it's not just that he's making good music, it's that he's consistently making good music yeah. and it's on the regular. I mean, we're not I, waiting five, two years for an album. Mm. I have to admit, I, I'm a late fan, but once I got into it, I was like, oh yeah, Odyssey's dope. I didn't know he had a new album, so I'll definitely have to check it out. It's called Iceberg. It just dropped. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. I just started listening to it the other day. I've been bumping the new John Wayne, the new Quelle Chris, the new Thundercat. Um, there's the new Rock Marciano. There's just so much good music right now. I had a hard time picking today, and I don't have a lot of thoughts to say about this track in particular because I don't know the lyrics to it, and I haven't inspected it that much. But um, between this and the Quelle Chris, those are my two favorite joints that came out over the last few weeks. Mm. So let's let this ride for seven seconds, and then, and then uh, I'll go on to I guess the next. Me? Cool. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. I mean, he's just smooth, man. He's real smooth. It does remind me of Wale. Word. I so when you that. say backpack rap, I'm like, yeah, that's. I don't like Wale that much. No, no. I like Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> Wale. No shade to Odyssey, but it does feel like this track in particular. Maybe it's the drums. Yeah. The go-go type of... Right. Mm-hmm. The rhythms. The rhythm. Nobody attacked me for that badass accent I just did. The rhythm. <laughs> the rhythms. <laughs> my youth, my youth. Shout yeah, out I to the youth, them. I, I, I won't do that to you. Blood cuz. No. By the beach. All right, we need to stop that. Culturally, culturally appropriating. My family. When we're Jamaican, I'm Jamaican. All right, bust us off with the patois. Yeah, you. Okay. Oh, I got the I got the cosign for the rhythms. You want me to spice it? Lot of mercy. Lot of mercy. Lot of mercy. I used to bartend at a, a reggae dance hall club, and uh, it was really difficult to understand those gentlemen. <laughs> I can. But imagine. I love them all. I love them all, except for that time we got shot up. But yeah, let's go on to. Uh, what? You know how they do. Shot up. <laughs> wow. They were. Sh- they got the shotas. Uh, I'm not gonna do any more Jamaican accents here, but let's just slow into late's track. All right, late. Let me. What? How did you record this? Uh, five. Okay. Alright, this Word. is Rick Ashley. Never gonna, Never gonna mm, mm, mm. 
Yo, uh, so yeah, this is a uh, Buddha Monk featuring Slack or Five Lack. I don't, I'm not really sure. Yo, Slack. Yeah. I hope it's Slack. If uh, if y'all remember last episode or the episode before, we talked about the complex uh, article, ten Japanese rappers you need to know in 2017. So. I haven't really been on music a lot lately. Like, I've been podcasting my ass off. But I'm kind of getting off that now. But I still don't really want to listen to a lot of bullshit MCs just going over beats and not really saying nothing or saying nothing new. So I've been trying to get more into Japanese music and I stumbled upon this song, which is just fucking great. Yeah, it's dope. I did not know Buddha Monk. I mean, I knew Buddha Monk got down, but I didn't know. Number one, I didn't know he rapped, and number two, I didn't know like he wait Buddha Monk is rapping on like this? this. I'm assuming there are two rappers on here, really, and this is Kid Fresno. Wait, wait, Five Lack is the other rapper. Then. Wait, am I tripping? Buddha, Buddha Monk makes beats. Slack or Kid Fresno? Whose song is this? Slack. This is Buddha. Like, let me let me hear let me hear the MC. I don't know if it's Christian. Oh yeah, not, this is Slack. This is yeah, this is not. Kid Fresno isn't on here. Okay. So that means the other rapper is Buddha Monk. No. I, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know Buddha Monk rap. I didn't either. You know, I just put him on that article that we wrote mm. uh, a few weeks ago. You should check that out too. Asia. What is it now? We wrote an article for uh, the hip hop uh, writing group. They were with uh, sponsored by like AU or whatever. Mm. Um, KDDI. Yeah, yeah. And uh, ten of the dopest beat makers in Tokyo. And nice. this guy, beat, uh, Buddha Monk, is is one of one of the guys we featured in the article. And as you can hear, his yeah, beats it's are nice. Fire, fire. I would Yo, like man. to meet him. But if he's rapping sure. too. He's yeah. right up there in that Odyssey level that I'm talking about. Yo, shout out to Creators. all of them. Buddha Monk, uh, Kid Fresno, you know, I just said. Slack is also super They're dope. all local. JJJ. Nice. Uh, the Otogi Banashis. Yo. Some real dope shit. Candy Town. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Candy Town. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please introduce. I want to I wanna meet these people. Yo, sure. we would also or like to meet Or any shows or anything. <laughs> or anything. Um... Uh, we'll get, we'll get to it in the weather forecast, but there's a Kid Fresino show coming up next month that I think we should all. Yeah, he's got like a few shows coming up in March. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's let's, uh, let's move on to the next joint here. Uh, coming up by uh, Mr. Steezy McSteezerson. You've been quiet this episode, my friend. Yeah. Busy no, today, sorry. huh? I'm pretty pretty tired. I'm letting you guys, you know, he's take acting. over. Acting today. What what did you what do today? Can can we get into that a little bit? What, oh yeah, what, no what my for today? my man uh, Joel Cruz. He just came to me to help him with uh, shooting sound for his um his short film called The Hat Maker. It was before it was called The Hat Maker in Shibuya. Now it's The Hat Maker. Now it's The Hatter. But it's just this like so, it's gonna so just it's, be he, the he just keeps changing. It's, it's, it's a working title basically. <laughs> but no, I've been up and also just um, lack of sleep overall from. Taking care of my boy, my pride there and joy. Go. Baby um, time. Besides that, um, yeah, today was cool. Uh, we had, we had some dope ass What you doing shots. being a responsible father? Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> man. Fuck, man. I'm just, dead beat dad just doing my thing, man. Yo, man, where's your Vegeta at, kid? 
My Vegeta. Get your Goku on. My Vegeta. My Vegeta juices. Let's bust out your track. Do you want to introduce it or you want me to just start playing it? Yeah, no. Yeah, what is this, Steve? <laughs> it's uh, by a young man named Brian Emmanuel who goes by Rich Chiga. Hey. His Jack- name is Brian Emmanuel? That's mm. his name. <laughs> He's from <laughs> Jakarta. Do you think you know? Mm, Indonesia, that's right. He's from Indonesia mm-hmm. and he was first a comedian. But um, he, I guess he realized he got bars, which, you know, you all agree. Mm. Yeah. And uh, he came out with that stick, and then uh, caught the uh, attention of Ghostface Killer. Yeah, he's in the remix, yo. Yeah. He got in the remix. <laughs> and, Ghostface uh, was whack on that shit. Though. Yeah, he yeah. was. It was that wasn't that didn't fit Ghostface. No, hell no. But yeah. it's okay. He wanted to be relevant, you know. Goes, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, the original joint. The video with Ghostface is dope, but it's just not. Oh, I haven't seen the video. Yeah, mm. jam jam that a little bit, a little bit louder. So like if you were to hear him for the first time You wouldn't think that he's a 19 year old Person of Chinese descent From Jakarta Yo, I, I read he but, uh, <laughs> yeah. He learned English off of YouTube He did, he like, did yeah. I read that as well That's Through music, I think as well Yeah, yeah But uh, yeah, I like his style Because he, he doesn't seem like he's trying to front Like he's trying to like be gangster Like his first music video He was rocking Polo, and then this one he's rocking a turtleneck. So like that, I guess that's his comedic aspect, and I like it, you know, because that just shows. If, if he didn't take that approach, I would be totally against Yeah, yeah. If I just, like, I mean, in, like, like it, it sounds good, but if he didn't take like kind of comedic approach, I'd be like, eh, this is a little bit too much cultural appropriation mm. for me. Yeah. And I, I don't shout out that. to Iggy Azalea, like Keith Ate. Shout out Sorry. to Rachel <laughs> No, no offense to Keith Ate. Rachel Dolezal. Oh, I fucked I fucks oh. with Keith Ace. Yeah, me too. It, it's, I mean, I'm not saying I, I don't, don't like, like the it, songs. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm just saying like it's culturally appropriated you for know sure. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Maybe it's just the genre of trap. But seeing other countries trap does kind of feel but, iffy. Sometimes. How do you the, trap without a trap house? But the thing that's irritating is that song in particular. It Ma is a complete ripoff of OG Mako. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Bitch, you guessed it. That's true. That's Even true. the video is the same. Really? But I mean. But I mean, music does that a lot anyway by itself. But to copy Not paste. But anyway, Rich Chigga is definitely he studied, but it's still original. True. Yeah. Again, like uh, you know, it was actually Steve that put me onto this kid, mm. and I follow a, a channel called Eight Eight Rising. Rising. Yep. And they put out a lot of cats like the mountain. The what are the what are those Chinese cats? The mountain. The mo- the Mongolian dudes. I don't know where they're from, but like I can't understand them. But they are styling. Mm. Really, Bars. I'm not familiar. Maybe I'll, I've I'll seen it. I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you the song I'm talking okay. about. But there's a lot of Did good that channel put out the Seven Rings track? I'm not sure. Those but dudes kill it. I mean, when I listen to Rich Chigga, I have to kind of disconnect myself from it as like a cultural thing. Right. I have to just say, oh, this is just a good song. Yeah. And it is. This song is. You know you would bump it. Yeah. yeah. I, fuck, I, fuck, I, I mean, if I was at Harlem, this is a club here yeah. in Tokyo or wherever, I would rather hear this than some of the shit off the New Future album. <laughs> True. True. Was terrible. <laughs> New Future album? Yeah. I mean, we I thought his like lazy style was out, cool, but I now like, he just sounds lazy. There's one song I do like off the Future album. I forgot Which the name. Which one? Didn't though. he come out with three new albums in the last three The weeks? one that's just self-titled. Oh, I think all of them are. <laughs> <laughs> Hendrix? It's possible. I don't know. Yeah, one's yeah. Hendrix. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow, okay. really? Yeah, he's I, came out with a lot. I have not listened to new music. He's so extra. Now, but this track is dope. Yeah. Good picks, these good stuff. Thank you. Yeah. Now let's. Uh, where did you record Asia's joint? Ten. Wow. Hi. Asia, you want? I went back and did it correctly. Oh yeah. Real quick. So this song is uh, by a friend of mine, Antarius. He um, he's from Rome, Georgia, but he yeah he lives here in Tokyo. And yeah, he's just super talented, and um, I'm excited to share it. Basically, yeah. this is my first time hearing the young man. Yeah, it's a dude. I heard yeah, it while I was recording, and it's definitely he got his bars. Super dope, Antarius. Yeah. Antarius. He goes by his name, Antarius. Yep. I'll, I'll definitely need the link with this young man. Yeah, he. Um, I have. Yo, if you're I, listening, we want to get you on a podcast. Then. Yeah, I'll tell tell him for yeah. sure. But um, also I have an event coming up March 9th, and it'll he'll be on the main stage. One of the few, only the only rapper on the main stage. Cause he deserves it <laughs> for sure. It's on a Thursday night, March 9th. What but time is the event? Starts at ten. It's all nighter. I mean, you don't have to be there all night, but I mean, it's an all night event. I don't think I can make it to that one. Yeah, no worries. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me listen to this. But yeah. I hope he's striving to be what he wanna be. I know he ain't rapping no, but look at me. I guess that makes him malice. I'm Pusha T. You know who did the production? Somebody also local, I think. Really? I forgot who though. He told me to forget. I'll find out. Yeah, this is. Very yeah, this hard. is from um, his EP called Falsely Accused. Is he on SoundCloud? Yes. And Terry is. Just Can you spell that? A N T A R I U S. And Terry is. You can see him on um, Instagram as well. What's up? Shout out to your spelling. You can get that easy, right? Bow, bow, bow. Ha. No. Ha. And he's from the A? Rome, but yeah, we'll just say well, the yeah, A. Georgia. Keep it simple. Yeah. All of Georgia's Atlanta. Who gives a fuck? Unless you're from Macon. And if you're from Macon. <laughs> like good morning. Hi. Hi, no. Hi. I know why they hate on this guy. I didn't batter. Yeah, I would bump this. Actually, I may add this to the rotation. How long is the EP? It's like five songs or so. But he has a, he has new shit coming out. Okay, I was gonna ask about his life. He show. does. Yes, he's gonna do new stuff. I'm so excited. He has great energy. Mm. Yo, how old is he? He's like young man, twenty three maybe. He's not. Yeah. How how do you think the Japanese crowd's gonna respond to an artist that they're not like necessarily him? familiar with? Well, he, no, he's he runs with Japanese people, like for sure, mostly. I don't know if you've heard of Tokyo Vitamin. I have. Yeah, he's I was in that crew. Just, uh, 
what's his name? UFO asked. Yeah, me UFO's to, performing yeah. as well. Oh, for oh. Real? yep. Word. Oh damn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve knows UFO. He introduced us to yep. UFO, and UFO was like, "Yo, do you want to make a mix for this Tokyo Vitamin joint?" Mm. And I was like, "Yo, I don't have the equipment for it right now." But he, yeah, I told him I definitely want to look up with those guys. Wait, yep, make a should. mix. Yeah, Tokyo Vitamin is like they they feature an artist and it's a musical mix. Mm-hmm. Like Shiori Bradshaw mm-hmm. has she one. She did one as well. Yeah. I think Jada B yep. maybe has one. Yep. A couple. Yo, we do you have one? I'm gonna make one actually. Yeah, Yo, we yep. should get on that. Oh yeah, yeah. get on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're really cool. Shout out to Ken. Shout out to Vic. Yeah, cool, they're cool. Nice. Cool, cool. Super talented crew, definitely. What's next, fellas? We go into the interview. Break? Let's do this break, break and then break? let's talk about some hair. 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 All right, let's do it. Let's do that. That truck is dope. Yeah, shout out to Ant. Yo, welcome back to the show. So now we're going to get into our topic of the episode, hair. Hair. With a question mark. Her. Question mark? Now, uh, when I suggested this... Uh, Steez and Mega appropriately were like, nigga, what? And I'm also kind of not sure what exactly I want to talk about, but yeah, I feel like there's a lot of ways we can approach the subject, and I found a Facebook post that encapsulates. You got lucky. You didn't know we tried to record this just a minute ago, and you mispronounced that. Fake news, fake news. Damn. Did not get by with Yo, it Yo, serendipity. Yo, uh, yeah. But this Facebook post, I mean, I think it's a good uh, icebreaker to the topic, so I'm going to just who? run through it. Uh, I don't know this chick. It was my friend shared it, so I don't want to put her on blast like that. Okay. But, uh, yeah, she says, If you hate weave on black women and feel like we should stick to our own hair, you're trash ASF. Wearing weave dates back, that means that's fuck. Wearing weave dates back to 3400 BC Egyptian times. They wore sew-ins, braids, and wigs made from human and animal hair, wool, fur, etc. 
Both the rich and the poor wore weaves, so please stop trying to tear us down about it. Whether we can afford luxury bundles or hair store synthetic hair, it's our history. Wearing weave is no different than wearing daishikis and all types of African prints y'all love repping to rep your African roots. And this isn't an opinion, it's facts. So if you disagree, you're a trash-ass individual who just wants to control others' appearance and esteem with your weak-ass opinion. Next. She says. Well, you, you know, I, I agree with the sentiment completely. I'm not sure exactly if I would place it with the same historical value that she did. Mm. But one thing's for certain is that if you're hating on weave, especially if you're a person who is not a person of color mm. or not a black person, you're hating on weave, you're coming from it from the wrong perspective and you have been conditioned to dislike weave on some shit that is not fact. My, which is not dope. My opinion was, like, I really don't have a problem with her having this opinion but what i was thinking was like if you're wearing weave because you think that looks better right like if you think it looks better for you cool but if you're like oh natural hair isn't where it's at like you have to have like the eurocentric value of beauty image that's the problem but i think for some well, speaking as a woman, I think for some... God bless. <laughs> too much tea in here. It's... <laughs> right, right. Shout out Sometimes to if your hair is not manageable or it's like not seem to be acceptable in certain, especially work scenarios, which is really what work. it comes down to. It's like, oh, I can't just not wake up and not do shit to my hair and go to work like, you know, people with other types of hair can do. It's Shout out to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, but it's I mean, I don't have any hair. My shit shaves. So for Word. me, it's like. Whatever. Yeah, Asia's in here looking well, super. Uh, uh, I can't think of a good word to describe. Low maintenance. <laughs> that, just a lovable skull. Late oh, shit okay. is very low maintenance, too. From what he told me, he don't even pick it out. He don't do anything. Yo, I think I, he's doing twists, but he's not doing anything. But the anything. thing that's frustrating is, like, as a. You'd be if you were maybe here in Japan, it's different. But if you're back in the states, you'd be pigeonholed, I guess I'd say, because of you know your hair. Absolutely. That's what, that's why I felt this well, was a good topic because in Japan, like, like I cut my hair two years ago for a job, mm. and I felt really shitty about it. Mm. Like I felt terrible about it. I was like, why? yo, I did this for money. Like it was so dumb. And then, uh, like. A month or two later, like, the job, like, went under. Like, they stopped paying us. And I was like, yo, man, I really fucked up. And I'll never, ever, 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 ever do that again. Like, uh, yeah. Like, kind of went back on. And it's just, like, I was like, a lot of people were like, oh, it's just hair. You know, just cut your hair. But it's not just hair. Right. You, you because know what I mean? it wouldn't be, if your hair was different, it wouldn't have been an issue. Right. right. And they were, like, white dudes. Like, granted, they didn't let anybody in there with, like, long hair. But there were white dudes in there with hair, but all the black people or people with that kind of hair, they had to, like, keep it low. Like, low, 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 low. Like, almost no hair. And being in Japan now, I have leeway to have my hair as it is. Like, my hair is, like, nappy as fuck, and it's kind of twisted, but it's not really. It's free-forming. Yeah, yeah. It's like... I went to this Jamaican festival at Yoyogi, and the lady was like, uh, you know your hair will lock up if you don't do anything to it. And I was like, I've heard that, but is it true? She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to just do that then. Okay. And in Japan, I have 
I have the space to do that because they don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck my hair is supposed to look like anyway. They just and, know it's like theirs and that's yeah. it. And there aren't enough uh, black people around. And when I say black people, I mean like maybe a, black Americans mm-hmm. to like kind of shame me into like making it look better. Well, that, that's one of the points that I was interested in, uh, in making as we're having the conversation is that uh, black people, when I say black people, I'm not talking about Africans. Yeah. I'm talking about black Americans. Black people's approach to taking care of their hair and the way that they judge each other and the way that we view those things is different than Africans do. And it's different than the way that Japanese people do. And like you were saying, you know, my, my sister, you know, I don't have nine either hair. My hair is not, not that's nappy. That's the thing I thought was interesting because I was looking at your Facebook profile pictures. I didn't know your hair was like that. Like you had hella long hair, bro. Yeah, I did. You know, my my dad is a black Seminole. My dad is a is he he's he's he wasn't brought here. His family was native, and they accepted slaves into their tribe. We're the only tribe that never signed a peace treaty with the United States of America. Oh, and there's a rich history of us working with slaves. And my 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 dad is a black Seminole. That means that his dad was black. His his mom is another type of Seminole, the Red Seminole. And um, you know, I don't have nine ether hair. I don't know if you guys know what nine ether means, but in like five percent theology and, and all that, you know, one twenty nine. Break it down. Bullshit. Break it down. Dr. Malachi York brought it up. He said that people with hair like yours are direct descendants of nine ether beings who are the original, the like Afrocentric Asian, the gods, yeah. the Elohim. They're the gods who, uh, you know, mated with the Neanderthals and created, you know. Uh, but yeah you know but what it is it's like my hair is not nine either my hair is not like yours my hair is probably not like yours i can't tell because you're bald-headed but <laughs> i don't have the same black features that way my hair is like more like my mom's my mom is filipino japanese german and spanish from spain and and my hair just gets wavy and long mm. but you know my father allowed me to he was always down with me having long hair because that is part of our culture to have long hair and my niece used to just braid my hair because that's part of her culture and when i came out here i don't experience the 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 same thing you guys do with hair but i've I've been around it my whole life where people who aren't used to your hairstyles want to be like yo what's what's up can Mm -hmm. i can i touch it it's like a sponge like these are my thoughts so going back to the the Facebook message that you read, um, I know, I, I know that hair is uh, a more point, of, a larger point of contention for people of color, black people, I should say, than it is for white people. Mm-hmm. And so, when we, when they use, when they talk about weave, they usually use it to devalue the beauty of the women in mm-hmm. our culture. And mm-hmm. and yet they also try to take other things from the from the women in our culture. The reason that they have afros Body here, shape. yeah. The reason they have afros and afros are popular here in Japan is because afros got popular in the United States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? It wasn't a Jufro. It was. It was. <laughs> you know what I mean. It wasn't a Jufro. It was African Americans that popularized the afro. Right. And and there's something lost in the history of black hair in japan when you find a person who is 
rocking an afro, whether it be by perm or whatever. Not even just afro, bantu knots, cornrows, uh, all, all that. <laughs> they don't identify with it in the same way that black people do. They right. view it in the same way that, like, it's a many people it's a view style. ripped jeans. It's just an aesthetic. Yeah. That's all it they is. view it, it as. Is. Yeah. And in, in, in like, um, like, like Aru too, young, dope, ill beatmaker. Before he had dreads. Mm. Now he has an afro. Now, I will find that a bit problematic, but he's Japanese and he does like they have no he idea. is not he's not he's not privy to the history and what makes it problematic when people do that. And I'm not even sure that I feel that it is completely problematic when people do that because in one sense it's also them wanting to be black mm. and 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 the yeah. have-nots and the black cultures the black cultures the have-nots like we should kind of be happy that these motherfuckers want to be like yeah but, but it's still it just like got, it just got opinions we, we, yeah. we definitely it, i know it, but, but i i feel that on one side but on the other side it's still like black people are still so like bottom of the barrel and like in such a in in ways that are undeniable that it's irritating mm. so i'm like okay i appreciate you wanting to embrace a culture because you can see that it's valuable obviously i mean i feel like white people know it's fucking valuable too like that's i don't oh, need you to fucking prove they, that shit to me they're definitely trying to so extract as much it doesn't it doesn't they can right it. it's not Monetary. comforting like oh i love black people fuck that's not you know that's what not it, what i know i know well, I'm not trying to digress from your point, but it's there a lot of times, and the reason it's problematic, in my opinion, is that they it's not that they're trying to take black culture and represent it and hold it up as something valuable. It's just that they just do it because it's we're a trend. cooler than everybody. Uh-huh. And they don't value us as people. They value some little cool things that exactly. they Exactly. And that's fucking why I hate modeling here, because they're always trying to fucking typecast and shit and take well, aesthetics, but any fucking way. Um. <laughs> Steve, I don't Same know if they try to approach you about Irie, but they will say, why don't you put your baby in this Hafu modeling agency? Uh-huh. We're looking for Hafu babies. And if I have a kid, I'm not trying to let it do... I, I just don't care for that. Right. I, I just don't want to be part of that. But it is something that is very much real here. Japan is a homogenous culture. Mm-hmm. They very much are. This is us and everything yes. is other. Yes. Right. And they even do that to the people who are born and raised here. Mm-hmm. Who, who aren't Japanese. Are darker. Even right. they do that to the Okinawans and to the people from right. Hokkaido. Right. They say they're not the pure Japanese. I knew, right? Yeah. 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 Is that because they're they're so systemized in it, one different it's way? It's a long history so of them. Any foreigner is the same. So yeah. there's like a no, they have that. They they establish they they uh, in in my experience they establish different value points for different cultures. White culture here is seen as fucking wonderful. If you're a blonde hair, blue eye, white dude, you're treated Fuck differently. Fuck colonialism, yeah. You're treated indeed. And and, and shout out. Uh, Shout out but to the thing that's irritating is that they'll put is. they'll they do, do they'll do black aesthetics to fucking white people like in modeling campaigns and shit like I've seen it all the time like anyway I don't want to get into that too much but mm-hmm. you're right it, it, it's it's it, and this is this is kind of like a, a it's this still is a conversation up, that probably <laughs> you know this is one that people of color have behind closed doors because mm-hmm. every time this conversation comes out it 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 gets a stigma. 
this new show on on uh, or, or the Dear new White Keen Peele, the, oh, yeah, the new Keen Peele ah. movie, Get Out or ah. Relate. What 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 are y'all? It's a that? horror film. It's about a thriller. No, no, the other thing. What did you just? Oh, Dear White, Dear White People, People on night on Netflix. Oh, okay. it's, oh it's, yeah. You know it. Uh, That's a good like, movie. Too. Look, mm. look. Even this, thirteen. This goes back like to woke culture, right? It, yeah. This whole woke culture shit. Now. As I as I apprehend history and as I you know participate in this point in history, I have a whole ge- like generational experiences that kind of shape me in the same way, and and none of those are uh, me being a white person. So I experience it in a different way than my white friends, and so things like me talking about hair or talking about my experience as a person of color here in Japan some of my friends are not going to pick up on the differences when 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 somebody says that black people cannot be racist you know i have i have the technology i have the information that makes me say like yeah you need power to be racist you can be prejudiced as fuck but you need power to actually system yeah well uh, no the textbook definition is that i don't like you because you look fucking you're a different race well the academic the the academic the academic is different and so Mm. like i I come into combat with not only the people here in japan that i cannot communicate with about hair but also you know the people that i can communicate about Mm. here with and there's those small transgressions, those micro transgressions mm-hmm. that even I participate with. When I'm talking to you, I'm like, hey, bro, like, are those twists? Or like, why didn't you get the black power fist pick and mm. pick your hair out? You know, like, and so those could be seen as micro transgressions or transgressions, but. And like, the thing is, know, that I think the reason why they, you're not seen that way is because there's a mutual understanding of culture. So that's why it's problematic for me when I see, like, you know, a. I'm not upset, but it's problematic still because I'm like, okay, you don't know where this shit comes from. So whether or not it's intentional or why you do it, it's still problematic on a global scale because it's like... How how much, how much do you think we need to care about that? I mean, to be honest, I'm aware of it, but I don't invest energy into it because I have friends who do and they fucking hate Tokyo as a result of it because they're like... And I'm like, bro, you gotta let it go. You you haven't you haven't changed your hair because of that experience, but like recently, how is your experience late with with in in terms of how you are portrayed through hair? I mean, like I know you get it as a black man that that separate you know the the distance, but when it comes to like your students and your hair or mm. your, your employer and your hair, how do they do do they talk to you about it or have they so far no one's said anything like professionally <laughs> but uh I mean so far it's just been positive in my opinion uh like That's my dope. students I, love I mean I don't know if it's just because I'm black but they think I'm interesting I'm sure the hair of course helps a lot with that. Cause you interesting as fuck, bro. Thanks, boo. Yeah. And like, uh, like a, uh, and like yeah. when people meet me sometimes, they're like, "Oh, I like your hair." And I mean, when I was rocking my afro, like it wasn't really like that. Or when they did, I would kind of like side eye that. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you like about my afro? Right. But I know this is fucking like this is whatever. I think they like it because it's just different. It's some shit they sure. can't do. Japanese people seem to have like an and just. A appreciation of things it doesn't even have to come from any place you're just like wow like they're just 
they just find things to be marvelous for that's true for, I, I, you know I mean, what i mean and that's beautiful because that that's something that's like kind of in their culture just to appreciate like the nuance of something without I, even like being able to explain why it's you know just, it is what it is I'm, I'm out here i'm out here fetishizing uh fetishizing that is uh, a weird culture word to say. uh you know what i look around i see i see you know the anime the food the the clothing styles the hairstyles and i'm kind of like yo that's cool too mm-hmm. and i have the same kind of it piques my interest in probably the same way that they look at other cultures so i don't want to demonize it you know to a large degree but at a certain point it gets a little bit weird for me you know like i was walking through naha with my dad well, with my stepdad and like there was a dude in like a like a like a 19 or like a 2002 FUBU track suit looking like he just got finished listening to Diplomats. He had a gold <laughs> grill. He had a gold Dip grill set. and a fro. Yeah. And this dude is Japanese. Like, I look at his face. I'm like, you are not anything else in Japanese. Or maybe he was another type of Asian. But, like, he was totally trying to cosplay mm. A culture mm-hmm. and it was weird as fuck to me but when i see like aru 2 i'm just like hey i like your hair beat yeah yeah you know what i mean mm. yeah i got a question for asia i was just curious um when did you bald your head and, and why did you do it i shaved my head right before i moved overseas in 2013 because i just wanted i didn't well, before, I've, I've had all types of hairstyles. I've had locks. I wore an afro. I used to wear braids. I had a perm once. I did. I've Dominican blowouts. I've done all that shit. So, What's a Dominican blowout? Yeah, literally. Oh, Domin- oh, what is it? Literally, like, Dominicans will just get your hair super straight with a blow dryer. They use so uh... much heat. But your hair is straight for, like, weeks. <laughs> it straightens your hair? Yeah, it straightens your hair without using a flat iron, just a blow dryer. Okay. Well, so that I was know, when my like, hair was natural. blow out combs, but I didn't know you could, no, like, Like, actually, a blow dryer. And they, like, they get a comb and they get the, they just kind of, like, that, like, drag it at the same time. Word. That shit gets your hair so straight without, you know, chemicals. But it's still heat. But anyway, yeah. so moving overseas, I was just, like... I'm, I don't know what I'm about to get myself into. I don't really want to have to think about my hair. Right. Mm. <laughs> so I'm just going to shave my shit. And, um... How's the reaction? Yeah. When what I shaved get, it? Like, just living in Japan, like... Uh, well, this know. was before. I was. I moved to Bangkok first. Okay. And so I was shaved in, yeah, Bangkok and then Japan. So oh, I was there hold for up, hold up, hold up. I think we're getting too deep. Let's, uh... Yeah. Let's, uh, take a break yeah. and then we'll get into <laughs> Asia's history as we continue this conversation. Right. But, uh, yeah, man, hair, question mark. What is it? What does it mean? What does it mean? Did we solve it? I miss my hair.
Cracker. Nice. <laughs> There's a little bit of smoke as well. <laughs> All right, we are here at the interview section, or not even interview, just conversation, conversation piece yeah. about Asia, because I feel kind of rude. We haven't even formally introduced no, all right. Asia. We did. Did we? No. Well, we, we yeah. didn't really talk about what she does out here in Tokyo. Okay. So um, let's, let's break it, it down because I feel like she is an artist of all trades. <laughs> this is this is cool for our audience because they're also they're getting to know her at the same pace that we are. Like, I just met uh, I just True. met her tonight as well. You know, I read I read uh, uh, several of your blog posts, Asia. But uh, you know, yeah, I've run into Asia a, a couple of I times. I never know if screens. anybody reads my shit. I just post when I feel like it. But I'm really. Thank you for. Yeah. You also helped me inspire the uh, the hair topic because I oh. saw like you use black hair for tags a couple times. Okay. Yep. Yep. I do. I do. Nice. Whatever tag fits, I try to use it. Yep. So you were saying you moved uh, out the U.S. in 2013. Yep. Summer 2013. Where'd yep, you end yep. up? Um, first Cambodia for two weeks, and then Thailand. I lived in Thailand for two years total, Bangkok. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. How was that? I went to Bangkok for like a month. I uh, partied out there for like a month. Uh, I went to some other parts of Bangkok. As for a dude, it seems like a place that I should be. Mm. But Hella tea? Too much tea. Hella yeah. tea trying to be E. Too much tea. A lot of that as well. A lot of yeah. tea trying to be E. I felt weird out there. <laughs> with, with, I, felt like, I felt like my dealings with women were kind of... Uh, worse like i objectified people oh it's very like easy like to it's set up that price way tag over every woman totally. i saw which is wow. fucked up but, i uh, love bangkok though how, i mean what, what brought you out there were you teaching or? um yep well I, I knew i wanted to move overseas and i knew teaching english was gonna be like my step Gateway. to get there i'm like how the fuck am i oh i gotta teach that's gonna be my bread like <laughs> so um this is all of ours so right so then yeah. i i moved yeah I took a, um, a teaching course in Cambodia, and then, yeah, Bangkok after that. A two-week teaching course? Basically. <laughs> That's all you need to teach out here. Yes, all you need. You it was a, it was a 144-hour <laughs> TESOL, TOEFL, oh, whatever the okay. fuck. Your niggas joint. never taken a teaching course, ever. Nah, I just speak to them. I mean, they gave me, they gave me like, documentate, like, paperwork, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you're so, certified. I'm certified. I'm certified. So, um... So then, yeah, I was in Bangkok, and then I stumbled across a band that started doing music, and then I saw that on a while. Your blog. Yeah, was, that was out in Bangkok. That was in Bangkok. The Tell band's me it's like name. A name. Nope. The band's name is very is very interesting. So it was me and three white dudes basically. I'm the yeah. it's punk band. Um, the band was called Dead Town. It is called Dead Town Trash. So I did that. <laughs> I saw you with your uh, your black. Can we still call them white beaters or A shirts? How how are we doing? Basically, that? yeah, I own. That was my aesthetic back then. Like yeah. that, I basically Crowd was surfing. only wearing beater. Yeah, yeah, totally. Chuck Taylors, that was me. Vans, whatever. I mean, I'm still there, but yeah. You you uh, you do you still make punk music? Or I would you? love to, but I mean, it's just yo. I would love to. It's hard. hard. Uh, it's hard to practice out here. Yeah, I think we should have, like, I don't know, but maybe it's good that we didn't, like, introduce you at the top, because you are a woman of many, you got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> like, I'll, I want to mention your SoundCloud, like, the music on there is... God! I mean, so I, like, I like the tracks. I like Thank the tracks. Thank you. This, I mean, 
I guess just because and I know I can do better because I didn't have like my full creative control over it. I'm just like, but thank you. Fair enough. So, yeah. so where are you at now with music? Are you still making music? Is it um, punk? Is it like? I play around at home sometimes, just like freestyling over beats when I'm bored at home. But um, I like do sing. Or singing. I sing and rap. I really like kind of my singing style. Like I. Well, I sing actually for work. I sing for Disney. So. What's that about? Yeah. I got offered that job too. Yeah. Over the phone. Yeah, I do that. I do that. I do that. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's my first time hearing about this. Mm, It's a good gig. I'm not going to front, but it's a strange gig. You have to, I have to learn. I had to learn a hundred songs. Hmm. Yeah. And I sing for about, usually I sing for about six hours a day on the phone. Can you sing something for us now? I'm just kidding. Um, well, I was going to. The songs are really weird. Actually, I don't think I can. Actually, oh, okay. I, I think it's yeah, like we. I think it's actually against the law. We don't want True. Disney us from SoundCloud. Shutting down this episode. No, but these songs are because it's, the songs aren't Disney songs. They're songs using Disney characters. So the songs are very. They're copyrighted. They're specific. You're not going to hear any of this shit on youtube or anything can it's, you give us an example of like a character you portray in a song well i don't have to portray the character like because so simba's like that period no, that so they, they cut use, when he's going through puberty <laughs> and is it like a cut scene from that's so why they i fucked your bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's what i just fucked your bitch on the rough on the rock that's, some shit. that's scar that's scar that's scar that's scar right <laughs> No, but it's like they use Disney um, characters such as like uh, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, Pluto, whatever, like that or that. Starting five. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. They got their lineup, you know, the original Disney. So yeah, the so- these songs are. The company has Disney licensing to use the pro, like to use mm. the characters to sell this program. But it's, it's like, like Nagase with Sesame. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say shout out to Mr. Nagase. We we Sesame Street affiliated. In- yeah, Olet. Okay, I, I prefer Sesame <laughs> I'm Street. I'm independent, like Chance. I love Sesame Street. That's what I grew up on. I didn't grow up on what well, Mickey Mickey. Yeah, but Sesame Street is like what you watched on TV. Yo, I want to anyway. ask one question, then I want to talk about what you came up on. Okay, uh, my bad. Yeah. How long you been in Tokyo? Um, actually the 20, damn, I'm at, shit, am I at my year? I'm at my year. Today makes a year. Congratulations. Today makes a year. Today. Yeah, I made, I made five years this month as well. Wow. Is your Japan anniversary today? Yeah, Japan anniversary. Damn, how special are we? Yeah. Yeah. Blessings. It creeps up on you, yeah. And now... You're from Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta. I was born in Mass, but I always say that just like it's... I don't know why I always say that. Because just because, I guess, being specifically from Atlanta is totally different as being someone raised there. How long oh, were yeah. you in the A? Basically my... Well, I lived there basically my whole life, but I traveled around a bit. I lived in um, Miami. I lived in LA. I've lived in the Bahamas, but mostly um, Atlanta. But see, here's, here's the thing. When I first met Asia and... I might be talking out of my ass a little bit because America's kind of different now. But looking at Asia, you can tell she's from Atlanta. Like she's Atlanta people are. That's true. Atlanta black people are 
weird in a very cool, confident way. Uh, I definitely true. think she looks weird in a very cool, confident way. Yeah, definitely. But I didn't think, it, I, I didn't think like, you got the big glasses, like the gazelles. I was thinking maybe you are from Harlem. Okay. Mm. When I first saw People her. People think, I, I get East Coast as well. I Yo, think. Also, right. just being being the judgmental asshole I was, when I looked at your picture, I didn't think you would be as cool as you are. That's just me. I judging. get that. No, it's fair. Like, yeah. It's I'm not. I'm not always this cool. The first words out of your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) If I don't like you, I'm like. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Stressed out. Praise the Lord. Nah, but yeah, that's that's dope. Mm. How um how do you how do you feel about Atlanta music right now? You know. I'm coming. I'm coming back around because I grew up on this sound, like. You know, I'm from East Atlanta, so I grew up like listening. Yeah. To, of course, I mean, there's different things being, being played in the household, but when I'm in middle school, high school, Gucci, the music that was made locally, I mean, yeah, like Gucci Man for mm. sure, OJ the Juice Man, like that was that was what was what we we're listening to. That's where I get all my Roscoe Dash, like all Roscoe that Young Dash. LA, like you know what I mean, Ain't all of that shit. So Atlanta definitely had. A sound growing up and then I got to a certain age and I was just like I'm tired of this shit because it's just like that's and then too because it's like to be from it like you're cool if you like that shit so if you if you don't fuck with that then it's like who are you you know what I mean yeah. so I was like I want to broaden my horizons a bit because this is it's too repetitive you know what I mean and, and people in Atlanta live that lifestyle as well right before I went to high school all I listened to was like Pastor Troy, right? And like Baby D and Tupac, DJ Ump. Oh yeah. my God, Ump, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah. But I love that Eastside Stomp, like all that shit. I that's good memories for me. But definitely, there was a point in time in my life where I was like, Oh my God, I want to dis- disassociate with Atlanta completely. I'm so tired of this shit. It's just too much. It just felt like all the it same. Seems to me now, there's a lot of Atlanta artists who aren't even from Atlanta. Oh yeah, like Lil Uzi Vert and it's shit. It's definitely becoming a transplant city. Atlanta is is one of the the greatest cities in the United States, man. It's a large, huge black community of entrepreneurs. Yep. And, Yo, I've and said this before. It's been transformative. And I'll for say it culture. until they fix the Marta, man. If we had a good transportation system, mm. it would be like <laughs> close sucks. to New York level. Yeah. That's, but that's but see, that's the reason why Atlanta is so irritating because it's such a black city, but it's just like oh there's so much repression it's just like i think too atlanta has such a deep yeah. history because of civil rights and all that so it's just like those things are still very much apparent Douglas. it's just it's irritating so i was like fuck i gotta get out of here bro because like even growing up like what it means to be black is something that's so specific and didn't really fit what i felt was like that fit me you know what i mean i'm like ah oh, man this is like too much. so do you go, sorry no, go, go ahead. ahead i was gonna ask her uh, who is your favorite Atlanta artists all time. Oh, Outkast. Which member? Uh, Just the whole squad. You know, to be honest, like they are a team. They are a team. They are a team. But I, I will say that the love below is probably like that's that because of the love below. It kind of set Andrea like I was able to connect with him in a different way. Like, like of course, Big Boy is amazing, but. That whole, the whole context, the whole concept of that, like, yeah, it's beautiful, <laughs> truly. Have you so, heard uh, Big Boy's second album? 
Sir Lucius Leftfoot? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that it? I like that. That one is a bit more like outcast sound. I like, like Stank that. on you. It's really good. Yeah, It's yeah, good. Really However, good. Big Boy is responsible for so many styles in hip hop that are mm. popular. He just doesn't get the same respect because Organized, Andre is so noise. prolific. Yeah. yeah and but, but Big Boy, man, if you listen to a lot of artists right now, even if you rocking with Killer Mike, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, hey, who do you know even flexes on styles Mob, like man. that? True. Goody Mob, man. Still standing. Yo, yeah. Even though CeeLo looking all crazy as the damn, I fuck with CeeLo. He, he looked like I a loves, Grammy. I, he, he looked like yeah, he looked like a Star Trek. Somebody say like R um, R two D two, right? Oh shit, they said everything. About right. Yeah, yeah, he looked crazy. No, but um, you know the first Atlanta artist that I got a hold of, being from the West Coast, um, was Outkast, mm-hmm. and I picked up ATLians on the same day that I picked up Machiavelli. You know, uh, at that time, Outkast was probably the most creative shit that was coming out. AT Aliens was the most creative, abstract, experimental hip hop that was coming out. You listen, I mean, Wu Tang is is the essence. You know, they 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 make music, they make hip hop music, they make they make experimental. They were on there. Raekwon was on there. All original, so it sounds experimental. And Grizz is so creative, it sounds experimental. But on AT Aliens. You got like mainstream or liberation, which is like eight minute tracks of just you know in in I I think liberation's a criminal. Yeah, it might be. There's a phone. Yeah, it is. But still, those both those albums are great. Mainstream. That's my favorite album. It does 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 mainstream is mainstream the joint with the spoken word? Deceive true deception. Multiply the million four. Visualize again in the game. Battle so intense that you get them confused. What's his the name? Resident Evil Big Rube. Yeah, Big Rube. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's we that. We want to be at a presidential level. But that's AT Aliens, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. But but I'm like Outcast really helped Synthesizer. me. And, and Atlanta's been so important into the that change, and that's why I wanted to hear about your opinions on on Atlanta music now. No, what, I mean, how do you feel about future? You know, fire shots. No, if you have no, to. you know, it's like. I just, yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong? Future is like related. Is, is he, he in the dungeon fan? Yeah, he was. Rico, he was in. Yeah, he was. A, he's been around organized like noise. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's so he's affiliated. that lineage. Yeah, he is. He is I hate it lineage. when they say that though, because he's he was in dungeon family. Like, he was in dungeon family. They say he, he was. In dungeon he's like a. He's like affiliated. You know, to be honest, like I wouldn't connect him with DF at all. To be original, like. Future was all right in the beginning for me. Yeah, like he was uh, all right. Tony Montana. Tony Montana, because yeah. it was just a bit more interesting. Right. Everyone then. else ruined his sound because they took his sound. And then he also didn't didn't innovate on his own sound. You right. know what I mean? It's just like for the same reasons that I stopped listening. Well, how can I say? I don't know. This shit just gets redundant after a while, and he's just like, all this shit sounds the same. Everybody else is whacker than the Migos. It raps like the Migos ruined the Migos for me. To be honest. And I feel the same way about Future. I, I can't I like, get with Designer I like because I'm like. Uh, nah, Designer, nah. I never really you know, was on this, that team. What is, what is this trash? But Migos, I fuck with Migos. Yeah, Migos. I fuck with Migos. I, don't like I, I say I album. fuck with Migos, but they I don't listen to ad-libs. them. They have great ad When they're, yeah. Oh, <laughs> ad libs alone. I fuck with 21 Savage. Mm. I like 21 Savage because he's. 
a savage. You, the Migos, you know, I don't, I don't like the ad libs too much. Oh my God, you gotta listen to them. They're, I don't know. I mean, when they're saying like, take a, a trip song to Cancun, Migos, huh? right? You wanted to feature a, a, a song from Migos. I did well. want to feature a song from Migos. Get right with ya. Oh they, I like them. In the beginning, I didn't like them because I didn't like Versace. I didn't like that song. Really? It was just too. For one, I don't fuck with Versace anyway. It's just too. I don't like the. I don't like the designs. They're too gaudy for me. I do like their ad libs though. Migos. But their ad libs are great and they harmonize so well. They just free. They just vibe. Like yeah. I could, I like them. I think that it's interesting. It's interesting. They flow real. Like what what they you have like is the new album. Culture? I do, actually. I had to listen to it. And I'm like, you know what? Like, they just flow well together. I can, I respect what they do. I'm not saying that I think it's some shit that really blows me. I like, I'm, I'm not blows me. I use that word wrong. But like, <laughs> no, just does it for boss. me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm happy for them. I'm really happy for them. It's a good know? album. Culture's a good album. Culture's, culture's decent. I didn't like it too much. I can see why. But I'm not why. a Migos fan. I, like, you know, I'm not like... Just the, like the you didn't like Cuddy's like album, is different right? than that. No, what just, happened? It's the same as you didn't like Cuddy's album. You didn't like it too much. No, I, I like Cuddy's of, album. I just think it's too long. And I think it's, it's too boring. long, and it doesn't. Cuddy's album had no synergy whatsoever. It was just songs. No, like, I, I <laughs> like. Uh, for me, I have to be able to identify with some music, and I just don't identify with, with the Migos. Okay, I, I don't man, live from, that life. I be, like the joint that they have with Two Chains because I think Two Chains. Uh, I know that you one, don't yeah. think that he'd be a person. Like when when his name gets brought up, people want to say like he don't rap, but he can rap. Now nah, Two Chains has he, good flow. I he mean, got bars. He got bars. I, I, he yeah, got bars. he does. I like Two Chains. He's Yo, witty. Remember he's, when we used to um, we used to just throw each other's fucking like Two yeah. Chains lines. There was like a year or a year and a half period where me and Steve <laughs> would just like send each other like the most ridiculous quotables from one two, two line chains from a two chain song sometimes we'll go paragraph yo. I thought, like, I thought we'll we were friends how can we all do that with me <laughs> no that was like the beginning that was back in the I'm telling you cause I could do it you could do that with Migos as well I know you don't like them yeah we used to go by three chains actually us and another dude three chains yo Natsukashi so Asia do you feel like Japan is like fulfilling whatever it is you were looking for like you said you wanted well, to get out of the state that's interesting too because i've real as i've been overseas and i have friends who come like who leave japan because they feel like oh japan isn't the place like i can't do what i want to do in japan like i need to go somewhere else and i think i've kind of got to this place where i realized like it's more me than japan like mm. i just think i was kind of really i've i've come into myself in a way where like Japan just works well for me yeah. you know what I mean I'm not trying to like f- like change Japan in any way I'm not trying to like you have can't. a sit you know what I mean I'm just gonna do what the fuck I do and like create opportunities yeah, but I think if can. yeah but people come here trying to like you know I mean they just want things to be perfect like they have this idea and I realized too as being a black person there's not gonna be a place in the world where it's not like it's gonna be a utopia it's just shit yo man happen. we are there, I think there's no utopia for anybody that's but, true but we're yeah. but, but black people and when, again when I say black people I mean Americans black Americans we mm-hmm. are minorities yeah. everywhere like we'll always be the minority wherever we go that's true y'all just need to start keep fucking white folks and <laughs> just you know what I think Corey, it is? Get it in. You know what you know what it is? I think it's because as black Americans we're hypersensitive. I think. Go on. So so it's like we're mean? 
because we all we have a certain scope because of our experiences and because of our the politics of America. So it's like little things that we're able to pick up on mm. that other people aren't able to pick up on because they haven't been in an environment where they've had to give a fuck about certain shit. Where we're always like having to be like mm. walking on fucking eggshells all the time as black mm. black. You know, it's a certain it's a different mm. experience. Like somebody from. Uganda, they probably like, just different shit. You know yep. what I mean? Like even for Londoners, like black, black, black British people, it's just different. And so, you see how black, like grime. Where does that come from? That comes from Black America, right? Yeah. That, that's them trying to find identity in another culture that that is predominantly white and right. institutionally but white. But black, that's right. American yeah. culture is pretty much yo black. culture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, can can we get? I want to get into some of the stuff that you're doing now. Like you're doing promotion. You got a oh, show coming yeah, up yeah, soon. Yeah, that, like, tell, yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about. So about I've started. Um, I've started an event. Event creative direction group is what I'm gonna say. I don't want to say agency because it okay. sounds really formal. That sounds like a lot formal, of I mean. power buzzwords. But well, basically, we do events, and but I'm focused on like the creative direction of events and like how to expand on that because like there's there's things that go on all the time here in Tokyo but like sometimes you'll enter a certain space it's like it feels off like there's a reason why I don't really like going to Harlem because something feels off about it or mm-hmm. like just things I don't, I don't feel like aren't really done with like a certain thought a certain sentiment so I'm like I kind of want to bring that or like just implement what I think needs to be done basically so um I started this 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 group whatever firm whatever have you called 81 sauce so 81 being tokyo and sauce just being like something that adds flavor to shit which is what fucking needs what shit needs here is like some flavor mm. some seasoning some you know what i mean yeah. just something else why is tokyo 81 hmm? why is tokyo 81 the, oh the country code. code country area code, code. Ah, okay. yeah 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 dope, so dope, dope, um dope. Do you so even live sauce. here? Like, <laughs> God do you, damn it. Do you live here, bro? Like, where? Half stepping ass. <laughs> Nigga, I Give use. Times, baby. I use lines. Hey, I actually Facebook didn't know either. I was just front <laughs> When they told me, I was like, yo, but that's right. That's right. <laughs> I got that, man. So, um, so, yeah, we just, um, we got our first event, March 9th. Got Cozy Boys, who's um, a DJ a DJ collective in ASAP Mob. So Tell us about some of the other artists that you pulled together oh, for yeah. this event. Because I, like, I know some of them, and I'm hyped. I'm just excited because I pretty much know all of them. So it's just wonderful. I have, um, we got Bay. We got two DJs from Bay, Tokyo. We got Jada Yonyon. We got Tokyo Vitamin, which I'm, I, I don't think they really realize how special it is, like what they do. But I love their aesthetic. Like they have one guy, Ken. Ken does um, all analog visuals, so he just like you have VHS to see it. VHS. That's yeah, but but his way of editing and everything is just I think it's so beautiful. Like I really do. They just he'll just record shit. You just see him out recording shit, and he just pieces it all together into some documentary. Like cool. Anyway, so I have he's gonna be one of the VJs for the event, and then um, I have we got Docs. Um, you said I, uh, I, UFO. We got UFO. We got Antares. I played his song. Um, and uh, yeah, and we got a, a whole list of other people. It's it's a lot of people. I got some homies coming out from Oakland. A dude from the UK. They just happened to already so, be coming to Asia, and they were like, cool. "Let me make it happen around that day." Oh, you're not talking about Mo Mo Fire or his name is Bandit Sue from okay. UK. And then I have um, a homie, this girl from. Um, two D- two DJs, I'm sorry, one DJ, one rapper from the Bay. 
Um, a girl named Wavy Baby, and then Beaches. Wavy Baby. Yeah, she'll be DJing. Oh, nice. Yep, yep, yep. From Oakland. I yep. like that name. Yeah, Wavy yeah, Baby. That's why I had to say it twice. Yeah. <laughs> Wavy Baby. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's a three. It's gonna be massive. I'm. I'm it still hasn't really set in like what's happening and what could happen after this we gotta come out support check yeah out. if you can it's a thursday it's a night thursday. So. I, I know uh, lake can't make it maybe we can run through for a minute how much what's the what's the cover charge you will talk i got you what? Shout, out. <laughs> Shout out to Asia Marie. Just make sure y'all drink that. when y'all in there so y'all can fucking put some money in the venue because I can't. I, I already. Uh, no doubt. Okay. Uh, you already know how I get that. <laughs> get a few drinks, please. I'm very nice to bartender. Bring us to the green room. We're going to buy a bottle. Yeah, please. Of Corona. Shout <laughs> out to Marvel. No, no doubt. I fuck uh, yeah. Yo, can we uh, let's let's start let's start winding it down and let's Yo, do another forecast. Yeah, can we just run through it because we yeah, about yeah, to miss the last you train. Have the calendar? You give me. Hey, while we're doing can... that, let me give a shout out to Asia for uh, accompanying us. Yes, tonight. thank you so much. Yo, it feels, it feels so it feels so dope to have a powerful woman oh, sitting thanks, next guys. to us. We haven't had that yet, oh, and uh, I just want to extend an invite to you. Anytime you want to come on the show, just for hit real. us up. We'll try to fit you in. Yeah, no doubt. Whenever you have shows that you're promoting, come up. Hit us up. Hit We're going to promote them. We yeah. want to be about that. Uh, get us into the green room. And then I'm going to try <laughs> to talk about animals with other people. And Free shit. Snapple. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but thank got, you so much. We got much, some man. Arizona it, iced teas for you. It, nice. it feels... It feels <laughs> It feels great to be around a, a strong. The price black is on the can, though. Fan. Thank you. <laughs> Yo, uh, no doubt, no doubt. got you. hella Thank shows you. on here, so I'm gonna just run through it as quick as I can. Uh, first up, the Cozy Boy show that uh, Asia is throwing is on March 9th. That's show, gonna be at Club show Asia. Show Asia. Show uh, Hit me up for that guest list. Yes. Uh, Asia, there's a show up March 11th. What was oh, that? Oh, yeah, March 11th. Um, There's a Bay Tokyo party at ultra well event at ultra super new ultra super new gallery in harajuku it's for international women's day march 11th they're gonna have um uh, a talk as well so there's performances and they're gonna have like uh can i say what's the word i'm looking for discussion okay about um yeah just about modern day feminism and all of those things yo that sounds oh, really true. dope actually. come 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 march 11th i'll be performing as well so. that would be saturday what? yep it's a saturday that fought that Let's same go. weekend come Yay. I'm, I'm, I'm about to, yeah. I got, I got oh i'm working mm. i'm going it's I'll kind of it's, what time is it it's like an early evening thing oh i, I can be there i can do that yeah that sounds dope no doubt we'll all right that. yo Yay. Uh, March 17th, 3P Boys and Kick a Show going to be at Lounge Neo. March 18th, Pete Rock and CL Smooth at Sound Museum what? Vision. March 19th, Tall Black Guy at Circus Tokyo. Yo, I want to go to that. March 25th, Mo Fire with Sir Spyro and Faze Miyake are at Glad. That's um, uh, Grime for that ass coming straight out the UK. Grime for that ass. Also on the 25th, we got PBM Street Team presents Menace at Batica. At that show, we got Kojoe, MC, Comic Linux. Yo, that's a hard name. Water, Submerge, Shorty, Bradshaw, RLP, Donsta, Stupid Kozo, and Fitz Ambrose. And the 31st of March, we got uh, Club Asia's 21st anniversary. Hey. Did you say the 8th? The Super Plume Show, Lynn Mori, Kit Fraschino. Did you say that one? No, I didn't know about that. Okay, Wednesday, Wednesday the eighth, Super Plume presents Rejoice, Lynn Mori, Kit Fraschino at Contact in I think Shibuya, 
at 8 o'clock to like 11.30. Yo, I would love to go to that Yo, Kid for yeah, I'm, gonna try, I'm trying to. I'm trying to do that one for sure. But yes, a lot of dope shows going on this month. Uh, if you have next a show, month, you listen month. to it, you have a show, hit us up. If you're trying to get shows in Tokyo, hit us up. We might not be able to pull it off, but we might be able to pull it off. So get at us. One more show. One more show. March, oh, March 18th. Just shout out to my boy, Caleb Combs. He also does rapping and stuff yeah. like that. He's, um, I he's, know him. He's performing at uh, the Hangout in Coenji on March 18th. I know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Trying to go there. Yeah. yeah. And he's you also it's also that? his birthday too. When is you the show? To do that? Uh, the 18th mm. at uh, the Hangout Yo, in shout out Coenji to mm. the Hangouts, Mark and Phil. I'll be at the Hangout bartending, so come nice. holler at your okay. boy. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, and of course, big 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 ups. To a speakeasy going down. Hell yeah. March 5th at a Yoyogi Village. Gonna have a grown up adult speakeasy with some uh, smooth tunes and, you know, some nice Otona no sake. And potentially another speakeasy going down on March 12th, but I can't really talk about that. Shout right outs now. to Brooklyn Terry and Sarasa. Hey, Lady the Love. whole crew, the whole squad. And What's everyone. up, L? What's up, Hydromo? Hey, we want to uh, thank everybody that listened to the podcast for listening to the podcast. Uh, please join us again. Uh, like, subscribe, follow, love, share, pass it forward. Smash that like button. Smash that subscribe button. Mm. Yep. We are just share. doing this out of share out of love yes for the culture and most big ups to asia for rocking with us oh thanks guys yeah. usually we're just three jackasses yeah. doing some shit so it's, it felt really <laughs> good to have you you'll, in here you'll, you'll hear from her again yes we're uh, gonna have her on here again definitely. see you soon <laughs> thank you it's been fun that was clean let's get out peace yo this is not information deuces make it super handsome